Hello, and thank you for joining this brand new episode of Speaking of Happy with your host, Eli Brigatuso. Joining me tonight is Alex Del Rosario, national organizer with the National Center for Transgender Equality. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the 2022 community-led U.S. Transgender Survey. Thanks for joining us for this brand new episode of Speaking of Happy, starting right now. Oh, oh, I do that. I do that sometimes. I mute myself. <laughs> I mute myself just in case I'm worried about people hearing me in the background, which I know they can't, but it's this weird thing. That I do. <laughs> Alex, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I appreciate it. This has been a long awaited yes. conversation. Yes, I am so excited to be here, Eli. It's really great to see your face. Um, like you said, yeah, it's been a very um, long uh, wait. So I'm glad to spend some one-on-one -on -one time with you finally. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to tell tell the folks who have tuned in a little bit more about you. And I do apologize. I'm I'm losing my voice here a little bit. So <laughs> I'll try to do most of the talking for you. All right, sounds good. I, I will do most of the asking. But I just wanted to share a little bit more about your background, um, other than being the out reach manager with the National Center for Transgender Equality. It looks like you've done some really amazing work prior to organizing various campaigns to, uh, campaigns to elect candidates with progressive values while working to transform these spaces to be more inclusive, accessible, and equitable. Uh, you've served as deputy field director and outreach coordinator for a congressional campaign. You're, you were born in the Philippines, grew up in Washington State, and now you live in lovely Denver, Colorado, where they enjoy uh, things outdoors during their free time. So what a, I mean, what a, I can't think of a more beautiful place to enjoy the outdoors in. Yes. Yeah. And it's not too far from you. Um, yeah. You're, I think, what is it? Are you maybe four hours away? No, I think we're about 12 hours away from you. Really? Yeah. I think. I think it's a long, let me, you know what, I'm going to pull up Google Maps. Yes, United <laughs> States is quite long. <laughs> I do think it's a little bit more of a drive. I'd love to, I'd love to hear. Yeah, yeah hear how far you're, you're, you are from me. I'm pretty sure we're like, because you know what it is? It's weird because I'm on the complete um, east end of Nebraska, right? Ah, okay. And so being on the complete east end of nebraska compared to you know denver colorado yes. yeah, is yeah. a little bit so here i'll do it exactly i'll put in right from my own house <laughs> love it <laughs> just for you know giggles and kicks all right so oh wait see we were both off it looks like if i take the long route it's about eight and a half hours okay okay if i take the shorter route which is directly going down I-80 because we can get there directly using I-80. No, I think uh, as we get a little closer to Denver, there might be a switch to 76, but it's okay. it's seven hours, 55 minutes. It's still like a day's drive, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit of a drive. And I'll yeah. tell you what, that drive through Nebraska is yeah. just the worst part of it, really. It's so flat. <laughs> I, just, I, I hear that. I hear that often. <laughs> yeah. Also, thanks, Eli. Yes, you bet. Well, listen, I want to get right into it because, you know, the this uh, 
I mean, the things that happened with the first uh, trans survey, U.S. trans survey, which was it was actually the first of its kind that was really community led and community focused. Right. Can you tell me a little bit about how the the survey started and what were the benefits that they saw of having this information out there and available to the public? Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, the survey um, started back in 20, or 2009, um, and at the time, we realized that there isn't a lot of data on um, the trans community, and that was a problem, right? And so that's when NCTE took it upon themselves in partnership with other organizations to um, launch a survey called the um, National Trans Discrimination Survey um, to quantify and measure, you know, how many of how many folks in our community are being discriminated, how are they being discriminated? And so that was um, a game changer, right? We, you know, we were able to bring numbers to our stories. Um, and um, a lot has happened since then, right? 2009 was about 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. And after that, the 2009 survey, um, we realized how important it was to have this resource for our community, um, whether you know it's our trans community or our allies, etc. And so we decided to expand the survey and to take a deeper look into the everyday lives of, of um, our community. And so in 2015, that's when we launched a more in-depth survey Um, And at that time, 28,000 trans folks took the survey, which was fantastic. And the survey covered a wide range of topics. So outside of just discrimination, we we touched on employment, education, etc. And our data has been used by so many folks around the country, such as healthcare workers, lawmakers, policy advocates, um, etc, etc. And so Um, Yeah, that's kind of how the survey started. And our goal is to do the survey every five years because, you know, five years is a lot can happen in five years, um, right? A lot has happened since 2015. But due to COVID, we had to delay the survey a couple of years. And so here we are. And our hope is to launch the survey in a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, And that's amazing. I mean, I remember I remember watching a live stream event when they released the initial survey information, um, which I thought was just the coolest thing. And I've actually gone back to the website a few, a few times to, to rewatch it because of some of the things that I thought were really significant that related to my own personal story. But so can you tell me what changes do you think have already been impacted by the previous results of the survey? Have, have you been able to see? Yeah. Yeah, Um, I will say, right, a lot goes into creating change for our community. And so the USTS has has definitely played a role in some of those changes. And um, we know that there are so many factors, right, that play into um, the changes um, that have been implemented so that we can have a better future. And so some things I want to note real quick, Um, the U.S. Department of Labor 
um, cites the USTS in its policy on gender discrimination, which I think is incredible. Um, You might be familiar with the Amy Stevens U.S. Supreme Court case in 2020. Um, For folks who are listening in and might not know about the Supreme Court case, Amy Stevens, um, she was a funeral director and was fired because um, she is transgender. And um, the USTS was cited in her case, and um, it was ruled that the 1964 Civil Rights Act includes protections for trans employees, which is awesome. Um, In addition, our data has been used to um, strengthen inclusive school policies on both local and state levels, and that depends on each state, obviously. Um, And in addition, the USTS has been used to push um, more job protections for trans folks. I think we, um, a lot of our community obviously has, have gone through anti, or have gone through harassment in the workplace, unfortunately. And so um, we've been able to use the data um, to strengthen um, our protections around that. Um, We've also used the USTS to argue for better housing um, opportunities for our community as well. Um, but one of my favorite things about this job is meeting organizations around the country and hearing them talk about how they've used the data on their local level. And so um, it's been it's been used to create change and strengthen our, our lives in so many ways. That's amazing. Um, and I can see how that because I've actually seen it quoted and. And people have used, I've actually even shared some of the statistics that I've seen, you know, because it just, it's, it's one of those things where I can talk until I'm blue in the face about the ways in which I have personally been impacted. But then when I turn around and say, well, if I told you that I am not the only one that has experienced this, that out of this many trans folks that were surveyed, the greater percentage of folks have experienced this kind of discrimination and bias and stereotypes in the workplace, all those different types of things. So, um, you yeah. know, how what what are y'all doing to encourage folks to come back and take the survey again? And do you feel as though the results may be different or do you think there will be marked differences based on how the pandemic has impacted all of our lives? Yeah, I think I will say, um, you know, like I mentioned, the survey was last um, held in 2015, which was seven years ago. And I think we, you know, a lot has happened in the last seven years. There's a change in in the White House administration. And I think there's also more trans folks um, um, more than ever. And I think who are more willing uh, to share. Currently, we have about 27,000 folks who have pledged to take the survey. And to just give you some context, like I noted earlier, um, in 2015, 28,000 folks took the survey and 14,000 folks pledged to take the survey in 2015. So we've nearly um, have met that 28,000 number, um, mm. which is really, really exciting. And the survey isn't live yet. Right. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so we're already seeing some differences as um, in this survey. And there's also more um, BIPOC folks who have, are pledging to take the survey, more older folks who are taking, um, who are uh, planning to take the survey. Um, And um, currently we are seeing um, a good number too with our indigenous um, and Native American communities as well. Currently we're sitting about, about, at about 5% 
of our respondents um, have pledged to take the survey who are AIAN. Um, and mm -hmm. that's a pretty impressive number, um, given that historically, right, this community is underrepresented in censuses and, and surveys. And so we are yep. just, um, we, we, we are trying to be better about the survey every year and it's showing. Um, and a lot of that is due to work and partnerships um, that um, other organizations are doing. So I just want to give um, folks a shout out to all the organizations that we're working with. Well, that's amazing. And and the survey itself, for anyone who is transgender or non-binary, correct? Because this is very focused on transgender, yeah. non-binary, and gender uh, fluid or gender diverse yes. identities, correct? Yes, yeah. And that's what makes this survey so special. And uh, uh, the only kind really, it is the only survey really in the United States that we know of that focuses specifically on the trans community. In addition, the survey is open to um, trans folks um, 16 and up. And that's a difference mm -hmm. compared to the 2015 survey. The survey was only open to folks 18 and up. And so uh -huh. we're really excited um, to give trans youth an opportunity to share their experiences, especially given the anti-trans legislation that we've been seeing mm -hmm. targeting youth. Um, so yes, survey is open to, um, all trans folks, binary, non-binary 16 and up. And, and they, um, uh, for folks who are also living in the U S territories as well. Yeah. And completely anonymous. So there's completely no, anonymous. you have to yeah. worry about anybody going, Hey, you took that survey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I appreciate you asking that. Cause that is a real concern, right? Especially since our community is being, has historically been targeted, continues to be targeted, but yes, it is anonymous. Yeah. And that's good. That's good to know. So can you tell me a little bit, how does this survey compare to other surveys or how is it different from other surveys done by other organizations like the Trevor Project, HRC yeah. and Gliston? Yeah. Yeah. So um, as I mentioned, um, our survey specifically um, focuses on um, the trans community, whereas the Trevor Project and Glisten, um, well, the Trevor Project, right, as for folks who um, might not know, work with youth, and so do Glisten. The Trevor Project actually just published their 2022 LGBTQ um, mental health report. And so their focus is on LGBTQ, the LGBTQ youth um, as, as a broad community. And then for GLSEN, um, their surveys focus on um, the LGBTQ youth experiences in school environments. And so for us, um, we specifically focus on the trans experience, on the trans community, and taking a deep dive into all of the components of our everyday lives. So um, we cover about 30 different topics like education, HIV, um, mental health, healthcare, et cetera. So have they expanded the survey any from the first time or have they made yes. some that is a significant good changes? Question. Yeah, yeah. So the survey is a little bit longer this time. Um, and for folks who are not familiar with the USTS or have not taken a chance to take the USTS in 2015, um, the survey is, is going to be online and um, we are adding some new sections. So some of the new sections that we are adding are um, COVID, right? That's obviously something that's 
been that's dominating our lives and so we want to understand what the trans um what our trans community um have gone through during the time of covid like do folks feel comfortable going to the hospital if they have covid do they feel safe getting their covid shot um and then a couple other sections family planning sports seeing lots of conversation around Mm -hmm. sports um for um targeting trans athletes um, and then we're also adding some uh, more questions specific to um, Alaska Native and American Indian communities as well. So trying to um, understand the differences of experiences on tribal lands and yeah. then non-tribal lands. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So the, the survey is going to be a little bit longer. There are going to be some new questions, but our goal is to maintain as much comparability as possible to the 2015 survey. Okay. Right on, right on. We got an audience question. We have uh, Sarah here says, does the survey allow you to create data points around the economic impact of trans folks? Sometimes it takes numbers to get through to organizations. Yes. And that we do have questions around employment, mm-hmm. houselessness, right? It's all intersectional, all interconnected. And yeah. I agree, right? Like, that's why we're doing this survey. Uh, and uh, Sarah, as you mentioned, like, we need data points to get through surveys, um, right? Some, unfortunately, in the world that we live in, our stories are not enough. I can't just be like, you know, I experienced houselessness or I couldn't go to my doctor because X, Y, and Z. People need to know, politicians ask, you know, how many, how many of you are going through this? And we can't just be like, so many of us, they want a hard number. And so this yeah. is why we're I will this. say this much though. I got to tell you, I just have to say it as an indigenous human being, I, I, I get so frustrated by that point because of the fact that it's like, look, why do I have to come up with these freaking numbers because I can even tell you when I share the numbers with you it doesn't always motivate you to do something yeah doesn't always motivate people to do something yeah it's like you know it's it's unfortunate but sometimes it takes it takes a trans person dying by suicide yeah or you know I mean look at all of the trans the black trans women yeah and I'm specifically saying black trans women because they're being murdered in the highest rates yeah and and this has been happening year after year and the numbers keep going up. And so it's just like, what else does it take? And, yeah. and so it's just one of those things where I feel like, you know, when are we going to get people to just be motivated to care? Yeah. I add yeah. a data point or not. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, it's a colonizer way. I'm just going to yes. say it feels yeah. very, very much like a yeah. colonizer way of being. <laughs> 100%. We should be able to be like, hey, our community is suffering. That should be enough. That should be yeah. enough. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, you. I think what I think is going to be really interesting is to hear uh, the impact that A, COVID has had, and then B, the other big impact is going to be what does all of this anti-trans legislation, how is this impacting us? I cannot wait to see what questions are being asked specifically around that because I know exactly how it has impacted me emotionally, mentally, physically. And I know that there are so many other trans people. I mean, it's hard enough, I think, for the world in general to have to deal with something like a pandemic. But then to 
on top of that, add all of this anti-trans legislation, all of these ways in which we are still, you know, treated as other, yeah, just really makes it difficult to get yeah. through. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so let's talk a little bit about timelines. So when is the survey going to be released? I know they were going to release it. They were going to try and do it during Pride Month, but it's kind of been pushed back a little bit again, mm-hmm. which is fine. But when are, well, give me some timelines. Yeah, yeah. So currently um, we are um, shooting for um, a late April launch date. We want to continue to get the word out. We want to um, spend like as much as next year. I'm sorry. Um, in July. Wait a minute. It's, late long April. <laughs> it's a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so okay. The goal is to get it uh, launched in, in late July. Um, the hope is to um, spread the word during, during Pride, give folks more of an opportunity to learn more about the survey, um, continue to do our community outreach and build relationships with organizations. The survey will only be live for four weeks. And that's why this pledge period, this outreach period is so important. We want to do as much outreach work on the front end as possible. That way, when the survey goes live, we can get it in people's hands on the very first day. Um, And the survey will be live for four weeks. After the four weeks uh, wraps up, that's when um, our researchers, our statisticians um, will go ahead and start cleaning data, analyzing the data, and go to work for writing the reports. Um, And it sounds like, Eli, you're very familiar with the reports. For folks who are listening, um, there are going to be several reports that are published for the pu- for the public. The first one is going to be the executive summary, which will capture the key highlights um, of the findings of the 2022 US Trans Survey. And then we're gonna publish a multi-hundred page report diving uh, into all of the findings um, and that'll be available for folks. In addition to those two reports, we will have breakout reports. So we will have a breakout report for each state capturing the findings of the trans respondents who live in a specific state. So for example, there will be a breakout report for the state of Nebraska, which is really handy um, for for organizations. Um, And then in addition to that breakout report, we'll also have breakout reports for our priority populations. So our priority populations are um, our, our BIPOC trans folks. So there will be a breakout report for Black trans uh, respondents, indigenous trans respondents, et cetera. Our other priority populations are trans folks who are older than 45, trans folks who are living with HIV, trans folks who are immigrants, and trans folks um, who are I am, who live in rural communities. So those are our five priority populations, and there will be breakout reports for that as well. So um, to to give you a quick recap, survey will go live hopefully late July for four weeks, and then reports um, will will start to get written and hopefully published um, by end of 2022, beginning of 2023. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so Sarah, just so that you're aware, so uh, the organization that Sarah works with here in Omaha is called Owlish, and it's an organization that's serving um, the elder community here uh, who are LGBTQIA2S+, uh, living in the Omaha area. So she was wondering, is there going to be verbiage that encourages people to take the time to fill out the questions? Yes. And yeah, so yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I want to make sure I understand your question correctly, Sarah. 
Um, so first off, the survey is going to be, um, and let me know if I, I don't hit the mark here. Um, the survey will be quite long. Um, and so we are going to have a pause feature. Uh, we understand, right, there are some folks who might want to take a little bit more time with the survey. We understand that folks might be working multiple jobs. Folks have families. And so there will be an opportunity for folks to pause and take or pause the survey and then come back to it later. That way folks can take their time. Uh, and in, in addition to the, um, like the language of the survey, um, in terms of verbiage, um, we, we being the researchers, um, wrote the survey to make sure, uh, making sure that um, it's understood um, by a third grader. Um, and so we want to make sure it's accessible in terms of language and verbiage. Okay. Okay. I hope that I hope that answered your question, Sarah. We'll um, see. If you yeah, the, the, so chat stuff always happens just a little bit off from live. So we'll just give her a, a, a second here. But I did post this. So if you are someone who is transgender, non-binary, gender diverse, or gender fluid, you can take the pledge here with two R's. <laughs> if you go to USTransSurvey.org, uh, you can actually take the ple pledge there. And Sarah says, let's see here. I want to send this out to our community and say the right things to encourage folks to fill it out. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So Sarah, yeah, I would send it out and say that it's, it's, it is very specific to the transgender, non-binary, gender uh, diverse, gender fluid community. So this is, this is one of the unique things about this survey It's not the whole LGBTQ plus community is more focused on folks who are, um, who are trans or transgender fall yeah. under that umbrella. Yeah. So um, you are, I'm sure, going to say all of the right things yes. <laughs> when you encourage folks to go and take the pledge. So I did share again, <clears throat> just so that you have that, Sarah, if you go to ustranssurvey.org, you can actually share that. And that's where folks can uh, take the pledge. And I will go ahead now because I think I still have it up. So I'm going to actually pull up the page. So you can see it here real quick. Uh, share my screen. Oh, we're going to see ourselves for a second here, but we're going to be. Oh, see, now I, <laughs> I better unshare that. Whoops. <laughs> that was a mistake. Let me move us over here to this other screen and then I will pull up this one so people can see it. I do. I've done that before, but silly me. <sighs> okay. I think we're on the right one now, right? Nope. It's not, not showing. It. Oh gosh, darn it. I can't believe that. Okay. I don't know what's going on here. It's not recognizing that I have two screens. <clears throat> there we go. All right, we're back. There it is. All right, so this is the survey itself. So when you go to the USTransSurvey.org and you scroll down, you can click here to take the pledge. And once you take the pledge, then you'll just get some more information about the survey. Do ask some questions here about yourself and your age. So there's probably about 14 questions to ask um, that they'll ask you when you just go to take the pledge. And then once you're done taking the pledge, you will receive a notification when the survey goes live. Correct? That's correct. Yeah. And I just want to note, right, you don't have to, um, for folks who are, who are tuning in this evening, um, 
you don't have to take the pledge to take the survey. See, so there you go. If you do not pledge, that's fine. We will remind you again. And maybe in July, I can have you come back and yes. we can talk a little bit more about it when it actually goes live. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can uh, give you some um, Nebraska numbers, let you know how many folks um, have filled out the survey. Oh, that would be very cool if you already have that information. I'm sure you can kind of, you see some of that uh I'm assuming you see that some of that live as it's going on once people yeah. start to take the survey. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. All right, Sarah, thank you so much. So Sarah says, I'm very excited about this data. Thank you for doing this work. Absolutely. And I think it is, I think it's really important work for, for the trans community in general. Yeah. But then also understanding like, you know, the experience of an older trans person is going to be, is going to be relatively different, but in some cases, going to be the same as I mean one of my biggest fears is growing older and my mother uh, was diagnosed with dementia and you know one of my biggest fears is is that I will end up suffering from dementia and what's going to happen to me and where will I end up right yeah. who's going to take yeah. care of me I mean I'm I'm uh, I'm not married I don't have kids never been yeah. married and so it's like, it's not like uh, if I did have kids that they would be there to take care of me because I don't. So there's a lot of fear for me in yeah. how that's going to look in my life. So, yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. So Alex, anything else? We got a couple more minutes yet before I bring on my surprise guest. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I've covered it all. Um, I would just say, you know, for folks who are listening in, just get the word out. Um, we have a couple months till the survey goes live. The survey won't go, um, won't be conducted again for another five years. And so we really, really, really want to make the most of this one because we don't know what's mm -hmm. going to happen between now and the next one, right? Um, and if you are an organization and would love to partner up, there are ways to get involved. There are ways for us um, to collaborate. There are ways for us um, here at NCTE who can, that can support you. Um, you can reach out to um, our email, which is ustranssurvey at transequality.org. Um, send us an email. Um, you know your community best. And so while we do have some ideas on how you can get the word out, we really want to... Um, yeah, uh, run with your ideas, ideas, because like I said, you know your community best. Um, if you are just a member of the trans community, pledge to take the survey if you haven't already, and then tell all your friends uh, and your chosen family about the survey. Um, with that being said, I just hope everyone's taking care of themselves. I feel like it's been just a hard um, couple weeks, couple months, couple years. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to, um, be in community with y'all, you know, even if it's virtual, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, Alex, again, like I said, thank you so much. I, I know it's taken us a while to get this all scheduled and coordinate yeah. everything and make it work. Yeah. Um, but please do, uh, let me know, uh, as time gets closer and the survey launches and we can reconnect in July and yeah. I'll have you back and we can talk about any preliminary results that are happening with the survey. So thank you so much again. Appreciate your time. I'm going to let you go ahead and jump off and then I'm going to, I'm going to announce my next, my surprise guest. 
All right. Thank you so much, Eli. Also, I've sent some palm cards to you today. So Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I'm actually heading and I hope they get here before Friday because or Thursday. They need to arrive by Thursday. If they don't, okay. it'll, I'll be kind of bummed. But I'm actually going up to the Winnebago. They're having awesome. their very first uh, Super Pride Carnival. And they're encouraging people to show it. up dressed as their favorite superhero. So I love it. Can I ask you, I can ask you who you're going as? Well, I'm going as myself. I love that. <laughs> that I is love my favorite that. superhero. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I am my favorite superhero. See, this is my own yes. quote on my shirt. I'm no longer afraid to show you who I am. And heck yeah. Um, That's so awesome. You like. me. Right. Well, <laughs> you take care. Um, take yeah, it easy and I'll see you soon. Sounds amazing. Thank you likewise. for doing the work you're doing. Appreciate likewise, it. Likewise. Bye, everybody. All right. All right, everybody. Yes. So we have a bonus guest this evening. I wasn't sure if this guest was going to join me. And then I got surprised by my Facebook messenger. We are going to be joined by the phenomenal John Paul Grenette, also known as JP who is a multidisciplinary artist living in Omaha, Nebraska. He's the co-founder of Queer Night and serves as communications and creative director of BFF Omaha, a former public school educator. JP is an advocate for arts education, enjoys finding creative solutions to contemporary situations. Hey, hey. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Hello. It is. Hey! <laughs> oh, can you hear me? Are we good? Are our levels? How are the levels? Oh my gosh! Look at you with your cute little handheld microphone. Thank you. I'm <laughs> on the clock. I'm here with BFF Omaha. Yes. So we have our oh. pink microphone here. Uh, you know, always an opportunity, right? Yes. It sounds amazing. I mean, that mic really has great sound. <laughs> you know, we're all about quality here at BFF Omaha. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look at me with this big, huge thing here in front of my face. Oh, and I got this so... little tiny thing that sounds beautiful. No, and you sound you sound amazing. Everything has this is amazing. I love this. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I'm so sorry. It's been busy, but you know what it's like. You know what it's like being queer in America. We're busy people <laughs> all the time. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, when I went to go look at the details of your event. All I could think to myself was, does JP ever sleep? <laughs> you know, I actually do. I do sleep, everyone. Uh, no, this is a team effort. This is BFF Omaha at large. You know, I am uh, one part of a, a multifaceted, uh, multicolor wheel, honestly. Yeah, well, it's amazing. And that's, you know, that was one of the reasons why I wanted you on because BFF, now BFF itself has been holding its first Fridays. So it's every first Friday of the month through the through the spring and summer and mm -hmm. fall. Uh, year round 365, oh, 24-7. Uh, so okay. this will actually be our 122nd consecutive first Friday uh, that we're hosted. Oh, so yeah. Oh. So, but is this the first one that is like really, well, I should say really pride focused because I think you did, you've been doing art in the Benson area mm -hmm. every year for pride for like, I mean, I've seen art displayed through pride month for gosh, at least the past six years that I've lived in this area. 
Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's very interesting because I would say, uh, you know, BFF from the very beginning as Benson First Friday in 2012 uh, always had the queer lens. And I think just as, uh, you know, uh, society has progressed, uh, you've definitely seen people more comfortable to be themselves. And um, I would say uh, I uh, co-founded Queer Night with my really good friends, uh, Katie, Marissa, and Zach at the Sydney. And uh, we did that uh, just to continue building upon the, you know, good queer community that we had that people didn't know about. And so it was kind of our way to be like, you know, we're doing good enough. We found like our community here, but what can we do to be intentional about uh, communicating that to others? And I think uh, that's how Queer Night then really, you know, that's how I really got involved with uh, BFF. And, you know, they did an amazing job of creating this whole wide community of uh, just artists from all ages and all disciplines. And uh, Benz is a magical place, I will say it. And so, yeah, it's just been awesome to really be part of it. Hey, you can go ahead and say it because I think it is a magical place. And oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like every year around Pride, when I start to see the art and the different things that are happening throughout Benson as you're driving through, mm -hmm. it just has really warmed my heart to see some of the things that are out there. So can you tell me just a little bit about, um, you know, what you have going on? I mean, I'm just, I'm like glancing through here. There's like yes, new uh, Pride murals are going to be going up. There's on the street entertainment. I see Karma Lee Lola, Ziggy Quinn, Molly Poppins. I mean, yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'll say every so every first Friday um, has your typical feel uh, where uh, there's a the entire maple strip is activated. Uh, a lot of the businesses will have their own displays, will have their own specials. And so first Friday kind of serves as this like umbrella like um, experience for everyone. And so, uh, you know, every month you can find different themes. And I think especially for Pride Month, because a lot of us do identify as a LGBTQ. And uh, so it's really our chance to uh, really just have fun with it um and so yeah just uh we're just kind of doing what we're always doing but we're just doing a little more queer uh so yeah we're gonna have, have some new pride murals uh we're um on our building at pet shop uh if you remember in 2020 we had our pride pillars which were up in benson which were our door cubes that uh had the colors of the pride flag and you know quotes uh by uh lgbtq figures and so we're kind of recreating that in our garage um, and there's a couple other surprise murals that we're keeping under wraps. Uh, and then uh, there will be uh, our art artist markets. So we have uh, two artist markets this year, the North Market and the South Market. The North Market's on Maple Street in front of Jake's. The South Market is uh, on 62nd and it's in front of Pet Shop. And so uh, there you'll have, uh, we'll have just our, our performers, uh, Molly Poppins, Azalea Spanks, Trey, Diablo, Mila Nova, Carmen Lee Lola. Uh, Ziggy Quinn will just be, you know, out being themselves. Uh, on the street performances. Uh, and then we're gonna have a little dragon dance party at Pet Shop, Proud House is the name. Uh, Cause we're just all about uh, being really as creative as possible. And so yeah. that's uh, that's part of it. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, yeah. There's also gonna be immersive installations uh, by uh, a performance artist, uh, Sylvia Ibasemeyer, uh, about this uh, the uh, trans experience. And uh, so, you know, at Pet Shop, it's a contemporary art gallery. So we really want to, you know, elevate the conversation. We want to, uh, really um invite people in to experience you know others you know experiences um yeah so yeah pet shop will have uh, our rainbow gallery featuring becca bartland dakota chambers <sighs> let me take a sip real fast that's halfway through <laughs> everyone <laughs> well that's just that's a lot yeah There's and so it's uh it's it's lots of fun that's what i'm gonna tell you yeah 
<laughs> there's a drawing workshop by Rowena Bennett. Oh, yes, um, we love Rowena. So, yeah, yeah. Um, at uh, 10 Wally's, uh, 10 Wally's. So, little fun fact if you are a friend of BFF, which is our exclusive membership club, you get a free uh, scoop of 10 Wally's every first Friday, right? So, get that Hi. and then be part of the art club where uh, you'll have, we'll have hands on art activities for all ages. And then walk down the street to Trudy's, our newest uh, shared uh, artist studio space, where uh, we will have a drawing workshop by Rowena from Tinsy Thoughts and a drag queen story hour. So drag queen story hour in Nebraska will be joining us. And then at Edge of the Universe, we're going to have our pride chalk wall so the community can just like have at it, just paint. And then Owlish, I heard them, I heard we talking about them earlier. Uh, they are doing a happy hour takeover at the Sydney. So if you really like what you heard, please uh, come to the Sydney and they're going to be having uh, some performers and uh, storytellers to really just talk about, uh, you know, what's it like being an older LGBTQ individual. So another sip, we're almost done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then, the executive director of Owlish. So, <laughs> yes. Any any questions while I'm here? <laughs> yes. If anybody has any questions, please feel free to ask because there is more. I mean, there are pride window displays happening. Trevor, uh, is it Eichenberg? Yeah, Trevor Eigenberger, Katara Brown, Frank the yeah, Unicorn. Brown. So um, throughout yeah. Benson, a lot of the uh, businesses will just like lend us space to uh, for our artists to do fun things. And then at the Easy. end of the, there's so we have a mobile gallery, Mamo, uh, with resident artist Mary Enns, who's doing uh, uh, just a great uh, interactive installation experience about listening and honoring to your inner child. And then we're going to have uh, floral pride sculptures by Blush and Baccarat, and then live artists all over the place. It's going to be great. It's going to be gay. It's going to be queer. It's going to be LGBTQIA2S plus, 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 plus. So we're excited. It's going to be all of the things. <laughs> yeah, and please follow, go to BFFOMHA.org. Follow us online on any socials to really get more in depth about it or just show up uh, to Benson on uh, Friday and uh, just see what you find. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's another thing that we must not forget to include in the conversation this evening, but BFF is actually celebrating 10 years. Wow, we are, yes. It says 10 years of BFF, 10 yes. years young. Yes, we are 10 years young. Uh, so uh, if for, you know, uh, BFF started as Benson First Friday in 2012. Uh, so we were founded uh, by friends, Alex Jockham and JD Hardy, uh, who just really were uh, the ones who just decided, hey, we're going to like post about this. We're going to invite people to do this and we're going to coordinate it. Right. And at the same time, you had other artists that were starting, you know, Sweatshop Gallery. And then you had uh, just all these places like the Sydney that were just starting to do things and businesses like Ten Wally's moving in and Jake's that um, really just kind of unified together to, um, let's create community every first Friday, right? And so um, we became BFF uh, about five years in when it was, you know, we're actually doing things not just on Friday, right? And we're not, we're doing things not just in Benson. And so that's where BFF Omaha came from uh, because we're really, you know, we're friends to all of Omaha, right? We're all over the place and uh, we want to build community anywhere we can. Yes, absolutely. There's also some other things I'm seeing on here, artist markets, so if you join BFF, and Al, let me ask you this. So you say, like, if you are a member of BFF, you get a free scoop of ice cream from Ted and Wally's. 
Mm-hmm. But what is that membership? Like, what does that cost? How does that look? Where do we sign up? Like, oh my gosh. Deal? Yes, absolutely. So at bffomaha.org slash friend, you'll find just more about our membership pro- program. And so it's meant to, you know, further engage a sense of community around Benson, right? And so through your donation of say $25, if you're a student or artist, 40 for individual, 60 for family and a hundred for a super friend, uh, that's just your way, a yearly payment to just the organization to help us keep doing all the things that we do. Uh, We are a volunteer run organization. Uh, I am uh, a public school teacher by day. This is my uh, passion project, you know, and actually I'm thankfully able to, because of great friends of BFF, um, slowly begin transitioning into a full-time position uh, because of just having the support of the community uh, to where we can start building capacity. And so, um, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, you get uh, perks. So uh, there's plenty, Let's look at the other perks that you get, right? Uh, yeah. So you go to 1912, you get a free draft beer or glass of wine with app or entree uh, at Infusion, a dollar off all drafts. Kai Tai, buy one, get one sake. I mean, the deals are there, right? Uh, and so, yeah, just we totally, oh, and you also get access to our members only ball. So once you throw a big party just for our members, super exclusive, right? Uh, but anyone can join. But you know, it's just our way of just having some fun. You know, we're really into fun. If you haven't noticed. <laughs> hey, I like that. I like having some fun. I was just trying to pull this up so I could share it and it's not working. So I'm going to try pulling it up real quick on my phone. Uh, slash friend. I can drop it in the chat also. Yeah. Cause it's for some reason I put BFF org slash friend. Yeah, I just sent it. Uh, let's, I'm on oh. it. it. It works, people. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. I think there's just something wrong with my darn internet connection right now. It says it's being unstable. Oh. All right. So, yes, 25 student or artists, 40 individual, 60 family. And is this a monthly thing? Oh, it's it's yearly. You know, we're not we're not oh. there yet, people. I mean, if you want to donate uh, on a monthly basis, you know, <laughs> we're, we're welcome that. But uh yeah, it's just uh, we definitely our mission is to pay artists. And so all the artists that we are featuring uh, first Friday are getting paid. And that's kind of a nice uh, spot to be in a, as a, you know, an organization uh, because they are the backbone. They help us. They are our reason for doing the things we do. So uh, just thank you to everyone who's ever uh, been a friend. Yes, absolutely. I think that's amazing. And I, I mean, again, it is quite the experience. If you've never been to first Friday, uh, in the Benson area. It really is. I mean, it feels like a little small town party, you know, oh, and you see a lot is, of people yeah. know one another and everybody seems happy and celebrating. And it says they're BFF plus skate fest. They're even closing down 61st street at Maple for the summer oh, yeah. pull up for skateboarding community partners, art and music. If you're tired of walking, there are pedicabs into Benson every first Friday. So flag one of these bikes down, hop in, and just sit back and enjoy the ride. Yep. Added window displays to go art kits are available at BFF Gallery, Ted mm-hmm. Molly's and Trudy's, After Dark Productions, live musicians and performers. I mean, it is amazing. If you go to the, I'll actually share the events page as well. Uh, Let's see here. At least if it'll let me share it. <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> so if you go to the events page, you can actually see some more information there. If you just click on that um, in the chat. 
And if anybody has any questions, we've got JP for another, looks like 14 minutes. We got a little bit of time yet to, to uh, ask questions or learn more about BFF. I think we've got, let's see. So shop five, nine is going to be featuring Katera Brown. 1111 is featuring artist Chip Duden. Ooh, you can get a gift at Lover Luxuries, free gifts, and the Tunnel of Love, if you've never been through the Tunnel of Love. It is uh, one of the many great features that you can find on Maple Street. Uh, but yeah, we are all about supporting local business and supporting, uh, you know, supporting, you know, anyone who wants to invest in our community and just really, uh, you know, um, just help out. Let's, you know, we just, we love Benson. We love Benson so much. Yes, we do. We love Benson. Yes, we do. I feel like there's a cheer in there. There's almost too many things to do. You're correct. There are too many things to do. And you know, that's, uh, that's not the worst problem to have. So uh, definitely there's something for everyone at First Friday. And so with our First Friday Outdoors Initiative, uh, just really realizing that, um, you know, COVID is still a thing and that wow. there's going to be times where people might not be able to be their full selves. And so that's why, you know, uh, having things that people can enjoy at a distance are uh, to go art kits. And we also will be having our public art scavenger hut debuting uh, very soon. Just once we kind of just update our pages, everyone, you know what I mean? Uh, so please uh, on first Friday, if you um, are just following our socials, we usually go live and we kind of update as we go. Uh, we really like to do things. Uh, we like to do things on the fly. We have fun here. Uh, so yeah, tune into uh, our first Friday um, walk it out segment uh, to really get the, on the street experience if you can't make it out. Uh, and I see oh, a question, where should folks park? Uh, you know, that is something that uh, we are always trying to solve in Benson. Uh, there's parking uh, right off Maple. There's a couple of free parking spots, uh, I think behind Lover's Luxuries maybe even. Uh, but one thing great about Benson, it is a neighborhood community. So you might have to park kind of far in the neighborhood, but uh, I've always had a great safe experience walking through the neighborhoods. Uh, so, and the, actually, the more people that are out, the more people that are walking, the more people that are doing things. Uh, that's how we can all keep each other safe. So that's my safety tip also. <laughs> all that and BFF safety tips. Yeah, we have safety tips. <laughs> you do have them on your event page. <laughs> We're prepared. Oh, I just love this. There's the captain's club. I mean, I was like, I'm still not done reading this page. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, at the, we uh, have our captain's club members. So shout out to 1912 Benson Brewery, FNBO, uh, First Interstate Bacon, Ten and Wally's in Benson. Uh, so our captain's club are our highest sponsors. They really support us. They really uh, just go all out. Then we have our business members, Black 59, Benson Mill Apartments, Bird Best, City Light Art Projects, Dahlia House 59, Greg Grossman, Inc., Heather Tedesco, Jake Cigars, Radio Art Center, St. Paul Benson, Scout Guide Omaha, Shakedown Street Tavern, Stonebridge Christian Church, Sydney, Super Groovies, The Sweet Side, and Taco Co. Sorry, I had to do that as part of our deal with them that I get them as much you know promo. What? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. What I'm going to tell you is we literally have 11 minutes left. So I'm going to let you read that list and let's, we'll go every other one. Cause I'm looking at the list. Okay. Sounds good. And we'll so. say them slow enough for everybody to get you go okay. first and then I'll go right after you. So shout out to our captain's club members, 1912. Yeah. And wait, I guess I'm not even looking at captain's club here. I thought I was at the very yeah, start at the top. Benson Brute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was at the wrong, I was in the wrong section there. Captain's club. Oh yeah, oh, I'm on the. It's not on your. It's not on your event page. 
Wait, which? Hmm. I'm Let's... looking at the actual event page. Uh, so yeah, it's at the very bottom of the event page. Well, like, I can't. In the description? Yeah, it should be in the description. They're in, they're in a different order then because I do see them there. I see that we have, well, <clears throat> okay. So <laughs> I see Benson Mill Apartments. Yes. The Bird Bath. Yes. Correct. City Light Art Pro Arts Project. Yep, those are busy. Yep, you got Delilah it. House. Dahlia House, yes, yes. Dahlia House. Mm -hmm. Delilah, my eyeballs. <laughs> five, it's okay. Shop five nine. Yes, is that, that's Megan Hunt's shop, right? Yes, it is. Oh, see, I didn't know that her new shop was in Benson. Very cool. Oh, it's a, it's an amazing shop. Uh, I actually had the window display for this past month, and uh, so uh, check it out if you're just really looking for some just unique and. Uh, nice yeah. gifts i'm saying these are nice these are nice gifts oh yeah i liked her other place and had really fun unique nice gifts as well oh absolutely so, it's a good thing we have greg grossman inc yes. we have heather tedesco realtor heather hearts homes that's her slogan and she hearts them so heather hearts homes check her out heather hearts homes i love it jake's cigars not, yep. big, not a big cigar fan but hey if you are and you know what's great about Jake's is that there is two bars. There is a cigar bar and there is a separate bar. Uh, but uh, you know we don't understand. There's plenty of places to go, but there's always some really great exhibits and uh, art hanging inside of Jake's. So you know, check it out if you can. Okay, awesome. Radial Arts Center. Yes, there uh, are Mamo Parks in their parking lot. So shout out to the Radial Arts Center. Uh, they used to be City Lights Art Project, so if you have not updated your Rolodexes, please do to Radial Art Center. Uh, they just had their uh, their uh, benefit exhibition. It was amazing. Awesome. St. <clears throat> Paul Benson? Yes, they're an amazing church. We love them. Okay. <laughs> Scout Guide Omaha? Yes. Shakedown Street Tavern? They are located right next to Pet Shop. And so uh, this is where Crab Rangucci holds a residency. So if you are uh, one of the many places, like, I mean, Crab we love Crab Rangucci. Uh, Crab Rangucci, uh, happy birthday. Happy Rangucci. birthday to you. Come on. I mean, hey, they're going to be here. We don't have, we don't Come have on. the copyright for happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Crab Rangucci. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Uh, <laughs> and so you can find them uh, at uh, Shakedown Street or uh, uh, Bar 39, uh, Queer Night sometimes, Sydney, always. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Get out and support your local DJs. Uh -huh. Stone Bridge Christian Church. Yeah, they have a little slide in their church, we found out. So that's fun. Oh. Okay, they have a little slide. <laughs> yeah, there's there's, in, there's a slide. <laughs> you've been in and you've gone down the slide. I, well, I have not gone down the slide myself. And I've only <laughs> heard about it, but I've seen the pictures. Okay. <laughs> we have the Sydney. Yeah, Super Sydney uh, is the home yep. of, sorry, Sydney's the home of Queer Night. So shout out to the Sydney. Uh, they also, we always host a happy hour there. We always have some amazing LGBTQ performers. Uh, Sydney is just, uh, they're a safe space. They're great allies. They were really, uh, it's one of those things. How did uh, queer community happen? Well, Sydney was one of those places where uh, they really made the effort to be inclusive. They, when we asked, hey, can we make these bathrooms inclusive? They were like, yeah, okay. Like it was like 
I think sometimes as queer people, uh, you know, we have to sometimes ask and uh, more often than not, people will be like, okay, that's what I've learned. And I know that's not everyone's experience. Right. And I recognize that, but shout out to the Sydney for just doing that, doing that for us. Yeah. I do. I appreciate when places do just do the right thing. It's like, yeah, you know, what does it matter? What does it matter? Also, you know, like we were like, you know, they were, we're trying to do it. We're trying to get it started. <laughs> it's all good. Super Groovies, the sweet side. Oh, what? they are groovy. Yes. About this. Uh, so Super Groovies, they are actually uh, located right next to Trudy's, our newest artist studio. And uh, Super Groovies, uh, they are just like your uh, corner bodega. Uh, so yeah, check them out for something like some candy, you know. Oh, it's fun. Okay. Fun. And then we have Taco Co, handmade tacos. Oh yeah, Taco Co is, we love our, our best pals at Taco Co. They always uh, are up for fun and they, uh, every first Friday, they treat our crew members amazing by just providing us uh, the best tacos. They give us a wide selection. And if you want free tacos on first Friday, you can uh, also join the BFF crew and volunteer. Like I said, we're a volunteer organization and uh, there's plenty of things for people to do from uh, gallery hours to uh, our neighborhood cleanup uh, to just like some fun administrative work. If you're looking for, you know, if you got a talent, uh, we could use you. <laughs> and then we have the one at the very top that I think neither one of us mentioned. But is it is it Block 5-9? Uh, yes, they are. Yes. Okay. Do you have something to add about them? Um, You know, I... I hear great things. I they are they do design uh, work, I believe, and you know I'm not quite sure. I didn't prep fully. I will have to uh, do my research. You know, we're trying to do so much here at BFS Omaha. I'll have to ask my development director. Over, I'll get these notes from them. You know. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? But we said something. Yeah, we said something, so we included them. <laughs> and that's a great thing about Benson is that everyone really. Um, you know, I think is here to just be team players and to uh, work together. And uh, so and my experience has has been positive. Uh, and that's why, you know, that oh, I we have a few other on the, caps, on the captain's club. Now, we did mention this one earlier. Mm -hmm. We talked about them a couple times because they're actually ho hosting some art stuff and free ice cream. Ted and Wally's ultra premium mm -hmm. homemade ice cream in Benson. Yes. First interstate bank. They used to be Great Western Bank, so also update your files if you have it. We'll see. There you go. FNBO. Yeah, First National Bank of Omaha. So thank you to them for uh, being our captain's club. And last but not least, Benson Brew Brewery. Yes, Benson Brewery. They have some amazing drinks. They have an amazing back patio where you can just enjoy. Like, um, just the they sun. have amazing food. <laughs> oh yeah, Every, I mean, I have not been disappointed in Benson. That's why Benson has so many, I think, uh, long-standing institutions like you know, nineteen twelve oh. Benson Brewery, uh, Beer Cage. I just think of all these places I've been like are almost as old as we are. So it's it's fun to kind of oh bless uh, your heart that you think that you and I are the same age. <laughs> oh, I meant me and BFF like uh, oh, BFF okay. in these other places. Not like no, I mean yeah. I thought you were including me in the we, and that's good <laughs> i can if you want <laughs> it, hey you know it's all good most people try to that most the like the oldest i've ever had anybody guess me at is like 38 you know i have i've always felt when i was young everyone was like you're so old looking because you know but now i feel like i'm getting younger i'm just benjamin buttoning in reverse i feel sometimes so you know <laughs> yeah well that's because we are 
we are brown people. <laughs> no, I mean, look at the skin. I mean, I got my lights on. It looks okay? good. It's flawless. Looks flawless. But Benson I don't do anything. Me. I the just wake up. <laughs> you just wake up. I just, me either. I mean, look. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. bad. <laughs> Benson Brewery has the best vegan wings in the world. Yes, absolutely. We definitely, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm going to talk about that on social media and let everybody know. Yeah, they do sell out of them sometimes, though. So if you don't get there in time. Oh, we do have a question. Michelle Duran says, will there be things for the younger kids to do? Yes. So, yes, Michelle, take your 10-year-old up to the, oh, you were asking about Winnebago Pride. Yes, that's going to have all kinds of things for the young kids to do, separate from what's happening here in Omaha uh, for Benson First Friday. But, yes, if you wanted to go to the Winnebago Pride, they have just a ton of different things that are happening. They're going to have games and art. There's food that they're actually they're providing at no cost. They're, like, covering the expense. Wow, of, cool. Yeah, so, you know, I'm hoping they're going to have some Indian tacos when I get up there, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we definitely say, uh, like, our uh, our art club at, uh, at Ten Wise is all ages. Uh, Trudy's will have Drag Queen Story Hour. And our, our artist markets are, you know, they're open. They're on the street. They're family friendly. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's just a great place to just, you know, check it out. Um, but, uh, you know, also it's great to see that there's so many different prides happening, so many different opportunities. And, uh you know, I definitely, um, you know, when we started saying like, oh, we're doing First Friday Pride, you know, people uh, were asking questions about, say, with any connection to Heartland Pride. And it's, you know, uh, I always think that, you know, there's we should have Pride every weekend. We could all have Pride, you know, for everything. And I think hey. June's just a great month to uh, be intentional about that and uh, celebrate it everywhere, you know. And exactly. if you can't make it to one, make it to one, another one, you know. So exactly. yeah, no hard feelings, people you can't make it. Just be proud somewhere. Yes. And I mean, it happens all of June. Like there's, there's pride celebrations happening all of June. I'm actually venturing out on a little pride tour. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be in South Sioux city for their parade on Thursday night. And then Friday I'm, or after the parade on Thursday, I'm going to be driving up to Winnebago, Nebraska to be Fun. setting up for their pride on Friday. And then after that ends, I'll be driving back to South Sioux city on Saturday for their festival. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I know. I know this or not, uh, JP, but I have this massive, I bought this 27 foot travel trailer. Ooh. And on one side of the travel trailer, it is wrapped with the progressive pride. Uh, it's oh, cool. actually the intersex inclusive progressive pride flag. And I've yeah. added two feathers for two spirit. Nice. It's fun. But it is all inclusive and it's going to be it's my little mobile podcast vodcast studio so i'm actually planning to go and i was kind of sad to hear about bff because i was like oh my god it would have been a great for me to come there and park it there and do some interviews but i mean I you like are you free for friday like not this friday i'm gonna be in winnebago okay well i mean we'll talk i mean any we'll yes Anytime, like, what are we waiting yes. for? You know what I mean. And we actually, no, I think we're, I, there's an email chain we're on. I think we got to talk about, so it's fine. We'll get to it. But definitely, yes. I'm excited. Yes, I'm very excited as well. So um, I'm going to just pull this up in case you haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm going to share the travel trailer with y'all because it's just 
so flick flipping cool. So I'm going to go ahead and share. It's not a video file, but can I share a slide? Ah, yes. Add from my computer. Upload a file. One moment, please. Sometimes I don't plan for certain things <laughs> that I end up talking about. And then I'm like searching my computer, trying to find what I'm looking for. And then I can't find it. And <laughs> it's just funny. I just have to laugh at myself. Um, oh, shoot. All right. Talk about something while I try to find this. <laughs> oh, I, I guess actually, uh, one thing I, uh, we have so many things. I did want to shout out to the BFF gallery, uh, curated by Angie Bennett, who, uh, many of us, uh, know and are very fond of. And so they yes. have a show and after all this, uh, featuring Jeff King and Josh Powell. And so, uh, BFF gallery is our, uh, we, like our new gallery. We have a lot of things going on, right? So BFF gallery is, uh, across from the Sydney at 5901, 5901 Maple. And uh, that's our community-based art gallery. Uh, so Ange has done a great job of just really uh, finding something new every month that uh, is centered around community or just, you know, bringing in artists who want to say something about, you know, just community. So, uh, yeah, uh, last last month uh, we had uh, Rowena who had uh, debuted uh, her book and Dominique Morgan was there and did a reading. So uh, it's just really great to see there's just so many people that are just coming together for just uh, community. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, well, I'm trying to upload this and it's not quite working. So I might not get to share. You know, we'll but have it at first pretty. Friday and we'll have to just invite everyone down and we'll make a huge event about it. <laughs> that sounds awesome. We will definitely <laughs> talk more. But listen, hey, JP, I'm going to have to have you back because your energy is infectious. And Thank I, you. Really, I love you. This is, this, is, this is what I do. I am communications director, so uh, I'm down to communicate. <laughs> anytime oh see i have somebody who's seen the trailer the trailer looks awesome thank you sherry <laughs> confirmed it is confirmed it is confirmed it actually exists and if i mean if you're curious you want to drive down my street it's parked right out on my block i still have to figure out where i'm going to put it when the season ends but oh well all right so jp thank you so much again everybody this friday night if you are going to be in omaha you have to go check out benson first friday um, it is the June 1st, it's June 3rd, but it's the uh, BFF Pride. It's First Friday Pride. So everything that's happening up and down the street in Benson, along with a variety of different businesses in Benson, are doing some really amazing things that are all Pride-focused, and, and there's something for everyone. There's something for all ages. Uh, so be sure to check that out and also go to the website. You can go to the BFF website for more information and become a friend of BFF. Yay. We love that. Yeah. Oh no, the link, it says BBFF. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's BFFOmaha.org, everybody. Omaha. Thank you. Dot slash friend. Okay. Let me update that. You're right. Good catch. <laughs> I've never been, I've never been a power speller. How about that? There, that one looks, that one looks correct. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, JP. I will so definitely, yes. I'm definitely going to reach back out to you again. And we're going to do this again because this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. It was a great way to end my day. Thank, Thank you all you. for tuning in. We love you here at Speaking of Happy. Please keep coming back. Uh, next Tuesday night, 9 p.m., we are going to have another episode of Frankly Speaking. And on that episode, we will be interviewing a couple 
a trans couple who's going to join us and talk about their relationship and where they live and some of the amazing things that they have done in the small community that they live in. So thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. I really appreciate it. If you are transgender or you fall under that trans umbrella, remember to keep an eye out and go and take that pledge to do the U.S. Trans Survey. So that's it. I'm out. I'm done. We are done.